Blog Talk Radio.
mentally they're not strong enough to push that decency amongst the mass majority of them who are not. The mass majority of them who are not, who are racist, who, again, and again, being racist is nothing wrong with that. Being racist, being proud of your race is nothing wrong with that and wanting what's best for your people. But ultimately, you should want what's best for all people. That's what you should ultimately want beyond just your people. Ultimately, you should want what's best for all people. What do I mean by that? Am I saying that we have to have a super great love and embracing of everybody? No. What I'm saying is you should want as a person, as a being, as a living being, you should want to respect others as you want to be respected yourself. You see, this this gets lost on people. The same respect that you want, the same respect that anybody wants, you should think that everybody should deserve that respect. You should not go out of your way to disrespect anyone. You should not go out of your way to be racist toward anyone or deny them opportunities and things like that just because you don't like how they look. That is truly sick. That is truly sick. And people who do this, people like these Caucasian females who go around calling the police on on black people when they see them, see it could be a black man, a black woman together, a black man, if you call the call the police, things like that, all kind of madness. These people are mentally ill. These people are mentally ill and demonically possessed. These people who founded this country were mentally ill and demonically possessed. Please know that. Do not look to these people as some sort of um, hierarchy or people to be honored. These people were sick and demonic. And the rest of you white people who don't see the actions of your fellow Caucasian brethren as sick and demonic, forcing people into slavery, kidnapping people, taking their land, killing people, right? All of this when they didn't have to do that at all. They didn't have to do that. People were welcoming to them. You have to be welcomed in by people before you do treachery to people. Nine times out of ten, the treachery that's done to people is done to people because someone allowed them to come into their midst and they embrace these people as people Try to look at them as we all people and everybody, you know, try to on some sort of um, on some sort of um, I don't want to say human level because the human level is not the level of justice, so-called justice and fairness and, you know, decency. It's not. The human race are a race of animals and all animals feel the need to strive for survival and because animals need to strive for survival they don't care about other living beings they don't care about other living entities this is really the energy in which people who are racist who are prejudiced who go out of their way to harbor ill will and ill thoughts toward people because I I was watching this thing the other day and it was showing all the uh, um it was showing all of the um, racist um, 
common things that people were saying. These were people in the um, everyday society, right, who were racist, and you know, against and it's, and the racism was always toward black people. The racism was always toward black people. It was never toward East Indians, Asians. It was always toward black people. Everybody has an issue with black people. It's an issue with that name. First and foremost, black people. I want you to listen to that, black people. But almost all, matter of fact, all of those issues that these people have, when I was watching these so-called um, celebrities and people on these um so-called reality shows getting fired in numbers and droves in people in movies and TV, all because they got an issue with black people. And I'm trying to ask myself, what issue do you have with black people? Well, I already know that. You know, I already broke that down. I broke that down, how we're two separate species of beings, how the so-called black race is really the almond race and the white race, the Asians, the so-called whites, Asians, the East Indians are the human race, and how... There's enmity and hostility always between our seeds. I broke that down. And this happens because, like I said, people have this idea in their mind that they are more worthy of respect and worthy of being uh, afforded certain things in the society than others. This country actually asked black people so-called black people to pay taxes here, to fight in war here, and all of this, yet they deny so-called black people rights in this country. Black people are targeted by law enforcement in this society. Black people are targeted and redlined in their neighborhoods and things like that. Now, is that totally unjust? Yes, it is. People will say, oh, you know, it's because you got, you know, you black people, this thing. They try to make up excuses for why they do what they do. They try to make up excuses, oh, you black people. It was, that's, the, that's the, it's always an excuse for why they act like animals. Because make no mistake about it, they act like animals. And that's understood why they act like animals, because they have the genes of animals inside them. Now, people might say that's mean and racist to say that white people act like animals. Yeah, white, Asian, you know, East Indian, and some of you black people act like animals, right? But you have to ask yourself, what is the root of this? Why is it that we can't live in a world where people just go about their business without harming people? People just mind their business. People just don't stand in the way people show people respect. And just got about their business. We ain't got to be in no big love fest, but leave people alone. Just simply leave people alone. Just simply leave people alone. Just go about your business. Simply leave people alone. Why are people not free to think what they want to think? Why are people not free to live how they want to live as long as they're not harming anybody and not harming any children or anything like that? Why are people not free to do that? Why do people take a stance on being a problem in the lives of other people. Why do they do that? Answer, because these people are mentally ill, and they're not told that they're mentally ill and demonically possessed. They are sick. I touched on this somewhat before, but I want to go deeper. You got a lot of sick people here. The third dimension is the dimension of sick people who are mentally ill, people who are demonically possessed. People who are mentally 
unstable. Remember, we are in the odd frequency of the third dimension, three being an odd number. That's why when that clown, Zuray ass unclear and his boyfriend, um, AF Nunn, talked about the 14th dimension, there can be no 14th dimension because 14 would equal imbalancement. And this planet cannot be steeped in unbalanced dimensions. The dimension of 13 was the balance. One and three equals four. That's the balance. 13 is actually the balancer. 13 is the balancer. You know, just like when we get to the fourth dimension, that will be the balancer. That will be the state of even tone frequency. Even tone frequency will come in the fourth dimension. When people in their right minds, those who are raising up above the human race, and those of you black people who are in alignment with the human race as animals, because I'm not letting you so-called black people off the hook. A lot of you act just like white people, Asians, and the rest of the humans. You act like animals, too. You act just like animals. You prey on people. Right? You bring misery to people's lives because you are sick. You know? You bring pain and misery to people's lives because you are mentally ill. You can't find joy within yourself. You can't find joy deep down into yourself. And your life here on this planet is a living hell. Your life on this planet is a living hell because you really have no escape from that in your mind. You see, people who are content, who have joy in their lives, they have found an outlet or an escape for that. You notice that when people have found an outlet or an escape for their, you know, joy and their happiness and things, they bring them. Because there's no way you're going to tell me that you are a happy person. You are really a happy person or a joyous person if you make other people's lives a living hell. What had to be in the mind of these people who had so-called black people, our people in bondage. What was in the mind of people to say, it's okay for you to own people, it's okay for you to rape women, it's okay for you to rape women and rape children and men and, and degrade these people. It's okay for you to do that. And these people found the sick joy and twisted pleasure out of doing this. And I look at all of you so-called white people with a side eye if you don't call this out and say, you know what, this was sick. My people are sick. See, when you say if you are truly a righteous person, you are supposed to stand away from those who are unrighteous. You are supposed to look and say, my people are sick. They're mentally ill. The mass majority of my people, they're mentally ill, emotionally disturbed. And if people are walking around the planet mentally ill and emotionally disturbed, they should not be allowed to walk around the planet. This is why... You have a justice system, a real justice system. Well, not this justice system, because I said there really is no such thing as justice. There should be a judgment system in place of a justice system. Remember, I told you that there's no real, there's no such thing as justice. There's judgment only, and you do not have people in proper places to judge everybody on this planet. But that's going to change. You don't have people in place to judge crooked police officers who kill people because they don't like the color of their skin. There's no judgment for those people. But 
there should be. You don't have judgment for people who molest children. You don't have judgment for people that use racial mindset, use a racist mindset to deny people rights that they live in this country and pay taxes for to have. You don't have people who can judge that. You don't have a judge, a, a, a body to judge evil and wicked ways of this society and the people that run this society. You don't have anybody to judge them. You don't have anybody to punish them. You don't have anyone to judge the wicked politicians, the wicked police, the demonic uh, overseers of this three-dimensional realm. You don't have that, but that's on the way. You see, you can't do the things you do and be allowed to do that without being judged and sentenced and punished for what you do. Why is that not happening? Ask yourself. Why are these people, or why are these people allowed to go out into the world and wreak havoc in people's lives? Why are these people allowed to wreak havoc in other people's lives? Why are serial killers meant to roam the roam this um, planet and kill innocent people? Why are baby rapers out here? Why are rapists out here that are allowed to go and rape women and, you know, whatever? Why are there these sick people out here who are allowed to hurt children, these politicians? Why are they allowed to do that because these people are sick? You have mentally ill people in the society who are standing in front of the camera and acting like they're sane. And you guys actually have people that look at them as sane. You have people look at these politicians who are going to islands to molest children, pedophiles. And you look at these people like they're sane. When people like Tariq Nasheed call these people Tariq Nasheed and the black authorities guys, when they call these people white supremacists, I look at you like I couldn't refer to those people as white supremacists. I couldn't refer to them as white supremacy. I can only think of them as white degeneracy. That's the only thing I can think of them as is white degeneracy because supreme and white don't go together. Not because of the term white but because of the sick mentality that these people have and the sick mentality that's supported by these people. They will all be judged, even those of you who thought that this type of behavior, I don't care who it was from, that this behavior was right. This behavior is not righteous. And it is even more unrighteous for you as righteous people to accept this type of behavior to be okay with this type of behavior, to be okay with this sick behavior, to not know that these people are sick, these people are mentally ill, and that there's only one thing that can be done with these type of people who invade people's, uh, should I say, invade on people's lives, who invade people's lives, who go out here to purposely wreak havoc, say all, spew all kinds of racial nonsense, Right? Freely. Freely. That's sick. And you know why it continues? Righteous people don't stand up and say these people are sick. These people are mentally ill. 
These people should be judged and they should take up the, you know, take up the post of judgment if you are righteous people. We know what righteous is and we know what wrong is. You see, you should know what righteousness is. See, our people don't know what righteousness is. That's why righteousness is not on the earth. It is not until righteousness is in the hands and in the minds of the people who are supposed to be the living power, the ones who the exact justice. I mean, I should say judgment, not justice, judgment. The ones who exact judgment. Because I look every day and I look in the world where these people are not being punished. They're not being punished. They're not being punished for their injustice, or should I say their, yeah, well, injustice, for their wrongdoing, their sick and mentally twisted way of doing people. This three-dimensional realm is a realm of sickness, mental illness, demonic possession, open vessels to low-level frequency. You got people who abuse themselves. And they get off on abusing others. You got a lot of sick people out here. And why I say our people are guilty, our people are guilty of not wanting to see righteousness take hold of this world. Not wanting to see judgment take hold of this world is sick within itself. The reason why a lot of our people don't want to see judgment and righteousness take hold of this world because then that means everybody has to be judged, even you. A lot of our people are afraid of judgment and righteousness because they themselves don't want to be judged. If enough of our people were together righteously and thought about the judgment that should be meted out or given to those who live their lives to bring joy and misery, who live their lives to bring misery and pain, excuse me, to people who are just trying to live their lives, if there were people out there who could actually say, because in order for you to say you want judgment, you want judgment to come onto the earth, to be in the right mind to want that. You yourself have to be ready to be judged, and you yourself have to undergo that judgment in order for you to say that, and in order for you to be the instrument and to enact that judgment. You see, because all of the elect will be the instrument to enact judgment. The elect will be that. You see, as the elect are raised mentally to understand pure righteousness and the ultimate judgment, as they're being raised, they're being raised to lock into a mind of those people who will be able to deliver judgment upon the sentence, punishment upon the sentence. What do I mean by that? There's going to come a time where an elect people will be able to send messages mentally into the earth of those who are unjust and unrighteous, who have wreaked havoc in the lives of people. And these people will be able to send messages into the air to punish these people by death, imprisonment, 
by whatever they so should choose because that's the true judgment that should be on the planet. There should be judgment on the planet beyond the system that is set in place where these people are allowed to beat the system and do whatever they want to. No one, no one, no one should escape judgment. No one, black, white, yellow, red, whatever, no one should be allowed to escape judgment. But that can only come by the hands of one who is righteous, one who is bright in authority, one who is strong in wisdom and swift in judgment. That is the elect that's being raised. The elect that's being raised will carry the ultimate judgment. The elect that's being raised will carry the ultimate judgment above man. And I'm going to tell you something. This is really the reason why black people are hated, among many other reasons. But this is the ultimate reason, especially you so-called black men. I want you to pay attention. The reason why you are hated in the society is because all humans know Caucasians, Asians, East Indians, and even some of you black people have decided to go to this side of being animals or be have that animal mindset and that animal behavior. You know that righteousness and judgment will come out of the seed of the black race as they raise into a state of brightness, as they raise into a state of illumination, as they raise into something else. You see... You got people who want to include the mass majority of you so-called black people in their unrighteous behavior. See, because we know what's righteous as people. Even the evil ones of our people, the demonic ones of our people, know what right is, know what righteousness is. They choose not to do it. This is why the beast always wants to convert our people into doing wicked and unrighteous acts, demonic acts, you see, because as they have you doing wicked and unrighteous acts have you being out here participating in all kinds of weird, degenerate sex rituals, homosexuality, lesbianism, race mixing, all this other stuff, right, which is unjust, which is unrighteous. Just saying where they have our people indulging in these things, taking place, taking part in these things, you see, that guarantees that there won't be anybody standing up for righteousness and judgment. You see, they always fear that you so-called black men will snap out of it and stop thinking in darkness, stop being black men, and start standing up as bright men of righteousness. See, they know that. They know that that can happen. They know that that can happen where some of you will stand up for righteousness. And if you stand up for righteousness and judgment, then ultimately you will begin to take on your place, your true place on this planet as overseer, as judge, as jury, as executioner, to all of those who are unrighteous. I don't care where you are, whether you sit in public office, whether you sit in the highest uh, highest forms of business, wherever you may sit in charge at, you will not escape judgment. You will not escape judgment. But a lot of you so-called black people, you put the unrighteous people on a pedestal. That's why you simple-ass Negroes look up to the Italian mafia. You look up to the Cosa Nostra. You look up to the Italians. You look up to corrupt white business people. You look up to the nigger drug dealers in your neighborhood. You look up to unrighteousness. You look up to that. 
And because you look up to that, because you put that those type of people on a pedestal, you are a part of their unrighteous and wicked ways. When you look up to these kind of people, when you see them as something to be honored, you are no different than these people. And thus, you cannot be the one in real power. See, because the real power is the power of judgment. The real power is the power of judgment over all. And this is going to be what the elect will be given judgment over all. This is what the elect are being raised for because there's too much corruption, too much wickedness, too much unrighteousness on this planet, too much evil and demonic energy on this planet. There is no judgment. There is no pure judgment, no true judgment because pure judgment, true judgment means everybody's going to be judged and punished. White, care what level you on, white, yellow, red, black, brown, whatever, everyone should be judged. Everyone should be punished. The rapist, the drug dealer, the corrupt politician, the pedophiles, all of these people should be punished. All of these people, the serial killers. But what would happen if you ultimately judged and punished these people and sentenced them to prison or death? What would happen? You would clear out half the planet. You would clear out half the planet. You would have to clear out half the planet in order to remove the unrighteous. But then what happens is the planet becomes faster in its motion to receive. The planet becomes faster in its reception. When you clear out those who are the viruses on this planet. So you got a lot of viruses on this planet. Evil, tortured, demonic, sick viruses on this planet. And the mass majority of these viruses come out of the human race. The mass majority of these viruses come out of the human race. Because anyone who impedes or stands in the way of the life force of another is sick and demonic. Like I said, this country was built on depriving people of things. This country was built on depriving people of things in favor of others. That's sick and demonic. That's sick and demonic. Do you white people actually think you will not pay for what you did? To your so-called black brethren? Do you actually think that? And I say your black brethren because black people actually believe that y'all are the same and that y'all are brothers and sisters. You got black people to believe that. Well, they're being taught a valuable lesson of what they get for believing, a falsehood, a fairy tale, a lie. They're being given a lesson on who and what you really are. Am I saying that all white people should be judged and punished? Those of you who took part, those of you who are in alignment with that, those who think that behavior is fair and righteous, yes, you should. 
just as you so-called black people who don't stand up in, in the name of righteousness to stand against this people who try to stand in the way of your joy and your happiness and your right to live as people in the world free of tyranny. Yes, those people should be punished as well. You were just as wrong standing up, you know, for unrighteous behavior. You, the people that stand up for unrighteous behavior, the people who don't stand up against it are just as wrong as the people who stand up for it. The people who don't stand up against unrighteous behavior are just as wrong as the people who stand for it. That's why I blame a lot of the slaves who did not get together and did not sacrifice their lives to take the lives of those who held them in bondage, destroy everything they had. Because no one's happiness, no one's joy should be built on anybody's misery. I don't care what you are, what race you are. Nobody's happiness and joy should be based on anybody's misery. Because you were sick. And if these people did not stand up and, and was not ready to kill and fight in the name of freedom, right, and judgment, right, to raise supremacy on the planet, the ultimate supremacy, then these people are just as wrong. That's why I said the only white man, the only so-called white man I give any kind of props to was John Brown. John Brown, who fought against Caucasian slave masters and owners and was raiding plantations and freeing slaves. The one thing I say about him, John Brown, Caucasian male who, and I, I looked at John Brown and, you know, I, he kind of like he got some some bronze mixed in, some black mixed up in him. But one thing I say about him, he was fighting for righteousness. He wasn't fighting for black or white. He was fighting for what was right, for righteousness. See, righteousness has no color. Righteousness has no color. Because I can be polite or nice to a white person, you know, who is polite and respected me. Right, showing me respect, I can show them respect back. You see, it's all about respect. But see, unfortunately, respect has been lost on the people of this world. Respect has been lost. I respect anybody who stands up for what's right or what's righteous. I don't care what race you are. You see, I got to have respect for you. I don't respect people who do the wrong things, who live their lives to cause misery, like you Negroes who are out here in these streets gangbanging. I don't respect you because you make your neighborhoods a living hell. Black people have enough misery in their life. Black people have enough misery going on in their life without having to go outside their door and almost, you know, and risk looking, risk getting shot risk getting robbed. They go through enough hell in this country at the hands of white people, so they got to come outside their doors and risk getting robbed or shot or bullet whizzing by their head or somebody looking at them wrong because they don't like or somebody trying to rob you or take from you because they don't got nothing because they're too lazy to get off their ass and go out there and work or do something for themselves. No. Those people need to be punished as well. 
anyone who violates another person needs to be punished. They need the ultimate judgment. See, because righteousness needs to be set in place again on this planet, which needs to be set in place. Judgment needs to be set in place. You see, you know, a lot of people respected Muhammad Ali. A lot of people respected Muhammad Ali when he refused to fight for this country. You know, I got respect for Muhammad Ali because he refused to fight for an unrighteous society where black people were being called niggas, being lynched out of trees, being deprived of their rights, yet they're expected to pay taxes in this society. But they are going to be given bad, they're going to be given unequal treatment, but they're expected to pay taxes here. Right? He said he refused to fight for a country or fight for a country who, you know, is basically going to invade other people and taking their resources and coming under the pretense that they're trying to help these people. He was righteous in standing up against that. You see, because it wasn't that he was afraid to fight. He was not going to stand up for unrighteousness, people who expected him to do the right thing and defend a country that really isn't his. Because he's told that all so often. Because they told, you know, you give a mixed message. You tell black people this is their country and that you're supposed to defend your country when you need them to do something for you or pay taxes or fight in a war. But then when they want rights like everybody else to fight for or pay taxes in this country for you, tell them that they are denied that. You find ways to deny them that. That is unrighteous and demonic and sick. No, these people cannot be called white supremacists. They cannot. They cannot put the word supreme and white together. They have no right to. I don't care what kind of paper currency they have. I don't care how many guns they have, how much military they have. They're going to be judged. They're going to be judged. And that's foretold in the revelation that they're going to be judged. Even the people who died in a sitting coal in their graves, who did all kinds of wicked and demonic things, they're going to be raised up and they're going to be judged again. What does it mean when I say they're going to be raised up and judged from the grave? Meaning the spirit that was in them to do the things they did will find another physical body and will be locked into that physical body encased in that physical body and they will receive judgment, the worst judgment for the worst acts that they did on this earth. They will be judged. They will be judged for their treachery, for all the demonic things they did. I stand up for judgment and righteousness. I don't stand up for black people. I don't stand up for white people. I don't stand up for any race of people who are doing unjust and unrighteous acts. People used to always get it twisted thinking I'm standing up for the black race and I'm I'm a racist and I'm a black militant racist and I hate white people. No, I don't hate white people. And I don't like black people. I don't hate or love either one simply because they're not standing up in the name of righteousness. They're not respecting the life force of others the living being, embodiment of others. I've always told my people to show respect to everybody. 
I don't care who they are, black, white, or anything, until they disrespect you. We don't got this hate whitey thing. That's not who we are. Because I told you, all these hate whitey people that's talking that nonsense, it's just that talking nonsense because they really want to love and embrace what they claim to hate. So already their talking point is done in unrighteous behavior because their their behavior is a lie. You cannot sit and promote lies as righteous. You cannot sit and promote lies as being righteous. Righteousness has no color. Righteousness has no color. The color of righteousness is bright. Even those of us we're being chosen as the elect. We have no color. What do I mean by that? I say our color is bright. Right? The shade of our skin is bronze, copper tone. That's not even a color. We don't have any color. Right? What I mean by tone, we have the tone, we have the frequency. But we don't really have a color. We live in color. We live in color. We come through as tones of bronze. We come through as tones of bronze in this three-dimensional realm, but we don't really have a color. Our color, or should I say our real composure in the fourth dimension and beyond is bright. Our color is bright, which is really not a color. There's no such thing as bright. So when I say we don't have a color, what I mean is we come through in elements in this three-dimensional realm. We show up as an element of bronze, of copper. We don't have a color. Even when they were calling us colored people, you see, we didn't really have a color. Because you can't really call what's on our skin a color. You damn sure, that you damn sure can't call it black. We're not black people. You see, though you have black people in the world. But they don't look like us. You see, we don't have a color. When you get to where we're supposed to go, we transcend into brightness, into illumination. We transcend into bright. And bright is over black and over white. Bright is over black and over white. We earn the right of brightness by practicing righteousness and thus perfecting judgment. That's how you earn the right toward brightness. That's how you earn that. See? You earn the right of brightness through practicing righteousness in your life. That's how you earn that. Okay? In your everyday life. You're going to find some white people that people is classified as white that practice some form of righteousness. And those people will ascend. Very small number will ascend. Very small number of them will ascend. They will go through the gray race. Their genetic bloodline will go through the gray race. And somewhere down the line, their bloodline will marry into the bright race. And they will ascend because of what they practiced. I know that surprises you when I say that, but it's real. Because I told you, righteousness has no color. Now, that don't mean we're supposed to be going out here mixing with good white people. and all. We ain't doing that. We're not doing that. That's not required. 
that is not required to be mixed our seed. However, it is required that we recognize righteousness when we see it and respect it as such that we move out of the way of people and allow people to evolve and grow as they came to this planet to do it. It's not our intention to stand in the way of people who are meant to grow in righteousness. You see? And those people who are purely righteous, who do not see color, but see reality of righteousness, those are the people who will ascend and be chosen to be part of the judgment, to judge those who must be judged, must be punished. This is what we've come to. This is the reality of what we come to. Those who will be carrying the judgment and those who must be judged. Those who must be judged swiftly. You see, nobody sees it like this on the planet. But it is like that on the planet as we're entering the fourth dimension. It is. We'll be right back.
John Brown is the only righteous white man I ever read about. The only righteous white man in this society, you know, since it was formed was John Brown. See, John Brown, he wasn't pro-white. He wasn't, obviously he wasn't pro-white, pro-black. He was pro-right. He was pro-right. He said it's wrong for people to enslave other people. It's wrong. It is wrong for people to enslave other people, to own other people. And white people was pissed off with him about that. White people put him to death. He was out here killing slave masters and whatnot and raiding um, raiding, uh, raiding uh, plantations and killing slave masters, him and his sons. They put their lives on the line and sacrificed their lives. I got more respect for the white man, John Brown, the so-called white man, John Brown, the abolitionist than a lot of these niggas. That was them cowardly niggas back then like Frederick Douglass. Because John Brown was trying to get Frederick Douglass, who your boy Coon Ma Johnson liked to talk about Frederick Douglass so much. They was trying to he John Brown tried to get uh, Frederick Douglass to get down with him and try to get, you know, unite slaves to get together to fight. You know, Frederick Douglass was like, nah. And even your girl, what's her name, uh, uh you talk so much about uh who y'all got the little things around. What's the lady, um, uh, Harriet Tubman, agent. He tried, John Brown tried to reach out to her. And she was like, nah. So that lets you know where they was coming from. That lets you know where they was coming from. You see, he said he believed he was an instrument of God. He believed he was an instrument of God. And he, he was. He was. Because whenever you stand up for right and you're willing to put your life on the line for what's right, I don't care what color you are, you are of the righteous. You are of the righteous. Some of them will be righteous. Very small number. Because, again, righteousness, pure righteousness, is bright. It's not black. It's not white. It's not. See, a lot of people don't expect me to say that because, like I said, I don't, you know, I can never be called a black supremacist because I don't stand up for black people. I told you, mentalic is not for black people. You see, I stand up for the bright race, the righteous people. And a lot of you so-called black people are not righteous at all. You know different than white people. Y'all ain't nothing, y'all ain't shit just like white people ain't shit. A lot of you so-called black people, y'all not righteous. You're going to be judged right along with them, and you're going to be destroyed right along with You want equality with people who are degenerates. You see, even John Brown, one of your own, knew you to be degenerates, knew you to be unrighteous, was willing to kill you in the name of righteousness. See, because in this messed up world, in this messed up third dimensional realm, you still got some of our people who have righteousness in their minds. What is really right and what is wrong? What is right and what is wrong? If I saw a black man, so-called black man, trying to rape a white woman, I would stop that. Just like I would stop a black, just like I would stop a white man from raping a black woman. It's no different to me. 
Same filthy, wicked act. Same filthy, wicked act. I don't respect cowardliness. And I don't respect people who prey on others. We are righteous people. We are not racist people. We are righteous people. We are not black people. We are bright people. That's who I'm raising. I'm not raising no niggas. So, again, for you niggas that sit up here, and I'm calling you niggas who sit up here and think I stand up for you. I don't stand up for you. I look at you every day. You come in my comment section talking crazy, and you can't even understand. You can't even comprehend. You can't even understand what the message I'm trying to convey. I'm not here to raise you up, pat you on the back. I'm here to raise my people from away from you. I want to raise righteous people. Not black self-righteous people. I want to raise bright, righteous people, people who are bright and righteous, not black self-righteous people who are just as wicked as the white people who they claim that they hate so much, but they really are just like. You see? That's what I'm about. That's why very rarely do you see a John Brown come into the world. Very rarely do you see somebody like a John Brown who actually put it on the line, gave his life up for that. You see, I'm not talking about no civil rights people marching, all that other bullshit. I'm talking about really ready to put put it down like back in that time, pick up guns and fight where a lot of you black males was not. A lot of you black-ass males, these black-ass males back there was cowards. And here's a white man who who had everything to lose, didn't have to take up that fight, but he took it up. Why? I respect righteousness. Wherever it is right, is right. And wrong is wrong. I don't care what color you are. You see? And I know this is going to surprise some of the Caucasian, my Caucasian listeners. It's like, well, you know, this guy, he, he's he's a, you know, no. He's black supremacist in the cult. No. No, he's not. No, he's not. That's why I can't get with people like Tariq Nasheed and them when they talk that shit about, yeah, you know, uh, black people, you know, and we in a system of white supremacy, and you stand up for criminals. A lot of these people that you stand up for, the gang members who are unrighteous, who are cowardly niggas, who you don't call out, who you don't say, you niggas are demonic, you niggas are sick, you are no different than the Ku Klux Klan, you gangbangers. You so-called thugs, you niggas and you boys in the hood, you niggas that's doing this degeneracy. You no different than the Klan members. You might well get with them and put on hoods because you terrorize. You both terrorize so-called black people. You are the same unrighteous filth. You are the same unrighteous filth, and you will be judged just like they will be judged, and you will be punished ultimately just as they will be punished. You will be locked in the flesh and the body, and you will receive judgment. You see, because that's really what this world is about. This world that we're coming into, the fourth dimension, is about, you see, the color of righteousness is bright. Like one of my people said in our chat, the color of righteousness is bright. It's not black and it's not white. color of righteousness is bright. And we are the bright race. We are not the black race. Not to be confused with the black race. We are the bright race. And we stand up as the bright race for righteousness. For judgment. Amen represents judgment and righteousness. Amen represents judgment and righteousness. 
and um, that's why I say in um, and we trust, and um, and we think, and in um, and we continue forward forever. That forever is righteousness. We raise in righteous people, people of judgment. That is supremacy. That is supremacy. Hell, if we could have traded, it, it, I'll take I'll take a John a white John Brown over a damn over a damn Frederick Douglass any day, over a black Frederick Douglass any day, or a Harriet Tubman. People who worked with this unjust, uh, uh, demonic system. People that like you, Boule Coon Negroes. You think I stand up for you? Again, you're gonna kindle a fire right with the beast. You see. You're going to be kindling the fire right with the beast because you're unrighteous and you're unjust. When you are righteous, righteous people, people who are even-toned in your mind, because to be even-toned in your mind means that you have some sort of connection to the fourth dimension. See, in order for you to have a connection to the fourth dimension, you have to be even in your mind. You have to be even-toned in your mind. What does that mean? That means that you have to be balanced in your mind of what right is and what wrong is. See, in the three-dimensional realm, in this odd frequency, you got too many people that stand up for what's wrong. You see, and act like it's right. They stand up for what's wrong and act like it's right. You see? So let me break it down for you. Wrong is sitting up here trying to cause misery and pain to others. Wrong is sitting up here lying and getting people to go to jail because you bugged out of your mind or putting people in jail and doing the things you do and arresting some people for breaking the law and not arresting others for not doing it. That's wrong. That's unrighteous, and you will be judged for that. You see? You will be judged. True law, true order is supposed to be applied to everyone. Everyone, regardless of who they are, regardless of what color their skin is. Real law, real order is supposed to be applied to everyone. No one is supposed to be able to escape judgment. No one, black, white, or anything in between. No one is supposed to be allowed to invade other people's lives and make their lives miserable. You see? When we have this kind of mentality, when we have this kind of mindset, we ascend what is called color, we ascend race. See, I say the almond race only for this three-dimensional purpose and where we are, the plateau we in. But almond is a mindset in the fourth dimension. It is a high mindset. It is a high form of righteousness, a extended form of righteousness. See, racism must be replaced with righteousness. You see, racism has to be replaced with righteousness. Righteousness is what's right. Again, core 
of everything is what's right. What is right and what is wrong? You have to stand up for what is right and stand against that which is wrong in your everyday life. You have to stand up for what is right or you will be judged as wrong. There's too much wrongdoing going on here in the society. In your political offices, there's all kind of filth going on, all kinds of degeneracy. And you see, it's not enough people that think that these people should be destroyed for their unrighteous ways, their filthy, wicked ways, their demonic and demonstrative ways. You got people up here referring to them as white supremacy. Again, I got to look at you different. I got to look at you crooked if you call these people white supremacists. There's nothing supreme about their behavior. There's never been anything supreme about their behavior. And those of you who are or happen to be part of those people, you know, at least you're classified as that. You need to get away from those people. You need to get away from those people. The same way we got away from those who are classified as our people, which they're really not. I'm talking about the black race. They're not our people. The black race is not the people of those who are of the bright race, who are of the righteous race. You see, they're not our people. Because you look just like what the black race, like you white people look just like what black people look like, cause misery and pain in other people's lives. Because, again, the world is a big place. The world is a big place. And we all have a time where we're going to come to this earth and we're going to leave this earth. Why spend your time on this earth making other people's lives miserable? Why spend your time sitting up here causing or wreaking havoc in the lives of others because you don't like the color of their skin? How sick are you? How mentally ill are you? When you see those pictures of them Caucasian people, these white, so-called white people, hanging hanging up black people and burning them and posing with their children, that should be the most shameful thing you white people should ever see. If I saw black people doing that with white people, white children, or white men and women hanging them up and burning them alive and showing pictures and laughing, I would look at that like that was sick. I would look at that as sick. Because no one should do that to anyone else. No one should harm anyone else and find pleasure in that. You have to be sick. You have to think of them pictures where they show you black people burned at the stake or hung, or hanging people, and these people standing around posing and laughing with their children. And there's some, a lot of these people who were children at that time, they're still alive. A lot of those people with children in those pictures, who still, a lot of these people are old people. They were, they're still alive. You, you come from sick and degenerate bloodlines, animalistic bloodlines. You are animals. The same way I would say black people were animals if they did it to white people. They're animals. You don't do things like that to people. You don't abuse people. You don't force and harm people and make their lives a living hell because it will come back to you. It will come back to you. You have to derive a sick animalistic pleasure in that. Even when I said the thing with Emmett Till, when I talked about how those two white males, those two animals, beat, savagely beat that young boy to death and killed him like that. They don't. They leave out the part that they had black males that helped them. 
That's how I tell you. All It's the same energy. It was black males that helped them also. They leave that part out because they want you to think it's just, it was just white men doing that. Black males helped them too. You see, same way you had black males helping uh, uh, white men on the plantation hold out black slaves, the black other black men on the plantation to beat them or hold them down to rape them. You had sick ass black males like that, just like the white man go in prison and get you niggas in jail to uh, and give y'all some give y'all some uh, damn extra uh, extra uh, um, food on your plate to go and rape another black man. And y'all actually got together and did that. You niggas are sick, just like these crackers are sick. And I call you all the names I call you because there's nothing but disgust for you. I have nothing but disgust for you. Animalistic behavior. Right back. Thank you. 
and with respect comes righteousness. You see, respect. Respect and righteousness is the foundation of real law and order. See, there's, that's why I told you there's no real law and order here on, in, in this world. There's no real law and order. The white man who is currently in charge, the so-called white man, you see, all they know how to do is control organized chaos and confusion. You see, the so-called Zionists, the Caucasians, all of these people have to be named because no one escapes judgment. Don't be afraid to point out unrighteous behavior. I don't care who is coming from, black, white, Jew, whatever, Asian, East Indian. I don't care who it comes from. You see, you so-called black people, you're going to remain black because you refuse to point out unrighteous behavior, even amongst your own kind. You refuse to stand up for judgment. You refuse to stand up for judgment. Because you don't want to be judged. I said this before. I said the white slave owners that was raping black women, selling black men, raping black children, selling children, doing all this demonic stuff. The black men that stood there and allowed that to happen and not just just totally flipped out and killed everybody. Because that should have happened. I say that all the time. All those black male slaves, they didn't have nothing to live for. They should have killed all of those white people, burnt down their plantations and risk their lives through even if it meant that their children had to die. Even if it meant that their children had to die. That's justice. That's righteousness. That's judgment. That's real judgment. Because as I said, if you stood up here and you allowed your children to grow up like that, you allowed your children to grow up like that and suffer through that and act like, oh, we're going to get through this, that's no way to live. See, that's why you so-called black men are not respected in the world. You're not respected in the world because you come from a cowardly seed. Cowardly. You see, you were afraid to kill, and you were afraid to die. But for those who were not, and you had plenty that were were not enough, but you had plenty that were, they risked their lives and they made it. And some of them didn't make it. But, see, you never die. You never really die when you stand up for righteousness. You notice with Nat Turner, people still talking about Nat Turner. He only lived 31 years, right? But people still talk about Nat Turner. Does anybody talk about them slaves that was on the plantation eating, taking the shit from the white man and letting people sell their slaves and rape their women? Who talks about them? Those people are unnamed, are nameless, faceless. Uh, but John, people like John Brown, Nat Turner, and all them, those people will be forever remembered. Those people will be forever remembered because they stood up for justice, so-called justice. Or I say they stood up for judgment. They stood up for judgment. You see, they delivered judgment to unrighteous acts and unrighteous and demonic behavior, sick behavior. So people like them will always be remembered. People like Bass Reeve and all of those people, Bass Reeve, uh, uh, John Brown, Nat Turner. You see, if I was going to look up to anybody, I would look up to men like that because they stood up for righteousness. They didn't care about color and race. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Get that through your head. You see, 
I'm not standing up for black people who are doing the wrong thing. Because it's no different than you white people standing up for white people that's doing the right, th- the wrong thing. You see, I'm not standing up for you because you got the same skin complexion as me. No. No. I'm standing up for people who I'm standing up for people who are doing the right thing. You know, and in that area of respect, because like I said, we don't need love. We don't need hate. We need respect because that's all it's based on. That's going to get us moving forward toward the fourth dimension and get the elect where they belong. That's why I said respect everyone until they give you a reason not to. You see, respect everyone until they give you a reason not to. Because keep in mind that this life is temporary and it's so fragile. The very people that talk all this stuff about how they the alt-right and they the powerful and white this and white that and I'm white this, those same people will die tomorrow. Those same people will go to the hospital and find out they got inoperable brain tumors and cancers and everything else. You see, those same people that spewed out all that ignorance and hate and whatnot to people who did nothing to them. Just your very living and breathing offends them. You see, because you're sick inside. That sickness always eats away at them. Those people, if you know, if you ever look into the background, a lot of people, very few of those people who don't participate in that type of behavior, very rarely do they live to be old people. And if they live to be old, a lot of them are infirm. They have all kinds of sicknesses and cancers and ailments and whatnot. That's their punishment. That's their punishment. They have all kinds of sicknesses and illnesses they dying from. They get to live, they might live to be 70, 80 years old, but they got all kinds of high blood pressure, cancer, sicknesses, and things like that, and they dying. A lot of you so-called white people, y'all did that. They look like hell. That's their punishment. They get to live in their body and watch their body deteriorate. They get to watch their body deteriorate. You see? It's the hell that you go through. Because there is judgment, and the judgment will become stronger. See, because righteousness is in the world. Righteousness is in the world today. And it lives and is being raised in the elect. It is being raised in the elect. Because the next people that will carry the law and order forward, the next people that will be in charge of this next world to come will not see your color will not see your race they will only see your righteousness and if you are not found to be righteous in the sight of the almond those who are of the elect the beginning of the 144,000 people who come at the end of the book and who are at the beginning of the next world then you will be destroyed That will be your judgment, regardless of your race, creed, or color. This is righteous. This is righteous. Great men like John Brown, Nat Turner, Bass Reeve, and all those men who fought for freedom were ready to kill for freedom 
kill for freedom, not just die for freedom, because I hate when you niggas talk about, oh, I'm ready to die for my freedom. No. You got to say, I'm ready to kill for my freedom. If I should happen to die in the process of killing toward the kill for my freedom, then so be it. That's the mindset of a righteous person. You so-called black males are cowards. You are cowards. You are cowardly niggas that prey on the, prey on your own kind because you find joy in that, because you're miserable. You're miserable every day that you got to look in the mirror and see a male and not a man. You females who do that, you prey on men and whatnot because you're not women. You're females. See, you got to live with that reality every day of your life when you're not standing up in the name of what's right. Righteousness. And again, righteousness is not based on how you feel about things or how somebody else feels. Righteousness just is. There is a standard in which righteousness follows and righteousness is supposed to obey. And that is by the hands of Amen, the true Lord. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. Why do people feel joy at bringing misery to other people's lives because these people are miserable. These people are miserable in their lives, and anybody who's miserable like that, anybody who finds a sick and depraved thought process, or people vibrating a sick and depraved thought process of deriving joy from some other people's suffering, you need to be put out of your misery. Just as the person who needs to be put out of their misery, misery who will sit there and allow you to abuse them. Because, like I said, the slaves that sat on the plantation and took that shit and allowed that shit to happen, they should have been put out of their misery just like the slave master. They should have been. They should have died right along with their slave master. They should have all been slaughtered because that was all unrighteous all the way around. Are they mentally? Are they mentally ill? Yes, they are. Mentally ill, emotionally ill, spiritually ill with demonic with demonic entities. Are they demonically possessed? Yes, they are. Very demonically possessed. The founding fathers, the so-called founding fathers of this society were demonically possessed. They keep talking about these visions they had, the future world, and all that. A lot of that was demonic possession because look at what they did to produce it. Look at what they did to produce it. Though it was necessary to get us to where we are now. But look what they did and look where they came from. Are they emotionally disturbed? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They are emotionally disturbed because, again, your ability not to see right and wrong and not set your foundation on what's right and wrong and not sit here and deprive people when you come from backgrounds nine times out of ten where you were deprived of so-called liberty, deprived of your freedom of life and to live in the pursuit of happiness, then you deprive other people of that. You are sick. You are demonic and you are mentally ill and people like that should be destroyed. What should be done with these type of people? When I just say they should be destroyed, they should not be imprisoned. They should be destroyed because they should not allow their filth and degeneracy to seep on to other people, seep into the lives of other people like toxic waste and sewage. 
that's it. Gonna close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we judge righteously. Hail Amen. I'm the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.